All right, everyone. Welcome to Car Thoughts with David. And I've got a, a special interview here uh, with, for you guys to, uh, this morning. Uh, this is Errol Erdman, and he is uh, – you guys have heard me talk about him a lot on the show. Uh, he has been a mentor and a uh, you know, great teacher to me uh, throughout my journey on LinkedIn and in my journey of entrepreneurship. And uh, I've known him for about – almost six months now. Uh, we met uh, through just um, – I started seeing posts of his, commented on a couple of posts, and then we just started chatting back and forth, and it just kind of went from there. And um, he is a uh, contributing author on a new book that I just got finished reading called The Magnetic Entrepreneur, The Personality That Attracts. Uh, it's by Robert J. Moore. It's got – um, a forward by Tony J. Salimi, and it's endorsed by Les Brown, and that's co-wrote with, I want to say, 17 other people. My eyesight's not so good right now. <laughs> but uh, it is a fantastic book. There are a lot of fantastic stories. Er- Errol's story is uh, equally fantastic. And uh just like to let him introduce himself, and then we'll get started. Well, yeah, well, thanks so much for the uh, the introduction. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess for this introduction with kind of starting off with the magnetic entrepreneur is, is interesting. You know, I've been somebody in pursuit of success really for, for quite a long time, you know, capping out about 20, 20 years in pursuit now. Uh, a lot of things I've learned in that time. You know, I've become a father in that time. I've become a, a husband and a grandfather. And, uh, <laughs> uh, in this case, uh, stay fairly active. I've, uh, definitely come to evolve in my, relationship uh as a christian and putting christ first and that's a big part of my uh my identity and my focus and i think a lot of what's helped me really to kind of become more magnetic in my approach of putting others first uh and i guess the other part kind of in terms of for introducing i'm, I'm out of the dc uh, metro area and you know linkedin as you mentioned has been a, a real big passion for me i really kind of initially started using it almost as like a as a resume and almost uh what if uh, type of, uh, posting board. And that's, uh, really developed over, over time to, uh, to be a great place to network and build and meet amazing people like yourself, David, uh, and engage and, and grow and create a lot of, uh, opportunities. So, um, so yeah, really, really happy to be here to speak, uh, speak to you, David and, you know, to, uh, at least to kind of virtually meet, uh, your audience and, uh, looking forward to, to chat and add some value, uh, to some people's lives today. All right, fantastic. Well, yeah, and I mean, and and that's I think one thing that um, you know, as far as the the magnetic part, and that's one kind of theme uh, that I kind of saw through the book, and then of course you you just you know just kept hammering it home in your chapter. I mean, it was just like so obvious. I mean, it was definitely a good thing, but you know, you were just pointing out that you know the way to get people and to draw people in is to is to uh to help others you know you you can get there by yourself but it's not as easy or as rewarding or um you might not uh get as far uh but when you're getting there with other people and bringing other people up and lifting other people up serving uh servant leadership i think is one of the one of the phrases you used um that of course you had a lot of great um uh scripture as well that you that lined up with your your point of view as well and um you know that was uh you know just really cool how you kind of brought that together because i feel like everybody had a great story but i liked yours because you were kind of like really hammering on the the magnetic part and like listen if 
you want to, you know, find success, you need to make sure everything's lined up in your life and then help others and, you know, they will in turn help you. And, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, let you explain that because obviously you're better, <laughs> better than I am. That's just what I drew from, from, from your chapter though, as far as the, um, uh, the way you had it laid out. Sure. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, you know, I think that we've all heard, you know, give more than you receive. And I think it's almost, uh, there's a reason that it, it's, uh, that's almost like a, a, a time tested piece of wisdom, but I think that it's, it's a very challenging thing to kind of wrap your head around as you're trying to move forward or succeed. You're trying to accomplish things. You know, there's a big tendency to try to put yourself first, right? And to get yourself there first and for your reasons. And, um, you know, a lot of people that start pursuing something more or trying to pursue success, it's because of the life they envision for themselves or because of the things that they're going to make them happy. And, um, you know, we work really, really hard. You know, I know you've been working on a book yourself and, you know, all the time you're putting into doing that, we invest so much into kind of pushing ourselves forward. And uh, we almost, uh, you know, it's a common thing to really just think of, okay, so we put in all this work and we have to be satisfied or we have to have our needs met. Um, so it's a kind of a different thing to learn to really focus on the needs of other people. And, um, you know, I know we've, talked a little bit about Gary Vaynerchuk and uh, you know, he talks about, uh, you know, jab, jab, jab and right hook. Uh, so the idea of really just giving, you know, significantly repeatedly over, over a period of time before you even begin to ask for something. And uh, yeah, a lot of my, a lot of the direction I've, I've found and where I've really experienced a lot of success, it's really been when I've, you know, really kind of submitted myself to a relationship with Christ and that, really kind of did something uh, different in terms of really taking myself out of the equation and putting others first. And I think that translates to the entire pursuit of, of success of really just thinking of others, giving and, you know, giving way more than what you could receive. Maybe the, you know, 90, 10 rule, you know, give 90% and, that, and you know, then, then maybe you'll, you'll get back 10%, but that 10% will be, will be massive. And the, the volume of the giving from all the people that you've helped, um, you can't you can't possibly create the success that everybody around you can provide for you, and so I think that's kind of at the heart of the magnetic idea, and uh, and so I think that would be something to share or something to kind of think through uh, that I think maybe doesn't come off as uh, being the most sensible thing right when you get out of the gate. Absolutely, yeah, because I mean we're we're taught from childhood, you know, to get the best grades, to do the best in school, to win at, you know, sports, if we're in sports programs, things like that. So it's kind of hard to step back and say, okay, well, you know, I'm taught to be the best. This is what my parents want. This is what my teachers expect. Then going to that alternate mindset where it's like, you know, if, if I support the team, we all win as a team instead of me winning as an individual. Um and uh, you know, when we first when we first met uh through through LinkedIn, um, you know, one thing that really kinda drew me uh to you was your, your thought provoking uh post that you had and then um the way you challenged me. So when I would kinda like slack off and be like, Oh yeah, that's a really cool yeah, that's a cool uh post, you know, 
you know, thanks for that. You were like, David, I think you can do better. You know, so you were always challenging me to be better than I thought I could be or um, to continue going, you know, when I was just like, oh, I'll take a break, you know. And, and then, of course, when we started talking about my book, you were like, okay, here's how you accomplish that, you know, uh, figure out who your your uh, target audience is, envision them, write for them, um, you know, and that's one thing that, that really attracted me was the fact that you do all of this. You, you're out there trying to make everybody as good as they can be and challenging them because you see that potential. And I think that's also very important in, uh, in what you do and your, uh, you know, your, your goals to help, you know, bring people along with you. Yeah. I think that the big, the big thing there, I think really that people want to think about and what I've, I've learned to focus on is, really adding as much value as possible. So, uh, you know, when I go to sleep, I want to make sure that I earned that time. And, you know, in terms of every, there's so many different opportunities where you can just add value and it looks different for everybody. And you got to be observant and listening and kind of looking. Um, you have to have built some resources to really be able to provide value. Uh, but I think that you can always in many ways just look to see, okay, what would be the next thing of value that I could really bring to this moment and not necessarily value for yourself, but the value for that person that's next to you or that's around you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that ties into to networking as well, because you, you've got to, you know, go out there and challenge people to, to be more, I mean, like the, uh, the 39 connections challenge. Uh, that you mm-hmm. that you hosted uh, earlier in the year, um, challenging people to take their connections offline and have a phone call or uh, a, a coffee or something like that, um, you know, really breaks people out of their, out of their comfort zone and, and gets them to think differently. Because most of the time, people look at networking as well. You know, I gave that person my my business card, um, and you know, hopefully, I said enough of the right things so they remember me and call me if they need me um, yeah. versus, you know, what you um, advocated for in your challenge was a giving meeting where you're you're learning about that other person so you're making an impact because you're actually taking an interest in what they're into, what they're doing. And, I mean, I can tell you that a lot of really incredible relationships um, and friendships have formed in my life as a result of taking that challenge, even though I never thought I'd be able to hit 39. I thought that was an unattainable uh, number uh, because I was just terrified of um, calling people up at random and just chatting with them, you know, that I didn't know. So it was kind of a weird experience, but it's helped me to grow in so many ways that I didn't even know I could grow. And um, oh, yeah. I think I think that's very important in networking, and, and you have, you know, very interesting ways to, to go about networking, and I, that's one thing I love as well. Yeah, well, something that somebody said to me, you know, about probably two years ago now, uh, maybe not two years, maybe a year and a half, that really stuck out and, and was just instrumental, and I think it relates right to that, is that it's our responsibility to establish what is mutually of benefit within a relationship. And we can't rely on somebody else really to establish that because they're not the one necessarily that, that established the or initiated the engagement, you know. So if we are going out to engage somebody else, like clearly, yeah, we, 
We all have some of the business that we're doing. We all have something that we're trying to do for our livelihood, right, or for the livelihood for other people. And so we, we have self-interest. But the thing is that as we're kind of engaging, we need to be able to establish what the mutual benefit is. And if we consistently do that as opposed to kind of leaving that to somebody else, and maybe some of this goes into some of the sales background that I have where I take 100% responsibility for really every moment and every situation try to see what it is that I could have done better to sort of manage that situation or set it up so that it's, you know, less likely to failure. And a lot of that comes down to really being intentional with each moment, establishing the value all the time, anticipating sort of what uh, the different outcomes might be and preparing better for the next situation like that that comes up. Um, But this idea of really establishing and taking the responsibility to establish that mutual benefit uh, that creates a completely different dynamic and all of the fear that's associated. And I used to, and I mentioned this in the book too, all the fear that I used to have of maybe approaching somebody to have a conversation or finding myself in a conversation with somebody that I didn't really know or I wasn't too comfortable with, um, all that fear that's there, it's, it's more of like, uh, it's probably boiled down to really somebody thinking, hey, I don't, I'm not good enough or I don't have enough to say or they're going to ask me something I don't know. But if you just focus on that other person and focus on establishing the mutual benefit, that's clearly of interest to them. And if you're focused on them, um, all the fear is gone because you're trying to focus on somebody else. And clearly they, you know, they like themselves and, you know, they want to share about themselves. And if they can share what's important to them, they're really going to appreciate you. And that's always the case with everybody. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's that's pretty much it for sure because, yeah, that was part of my fear was, you know, how am I going to hold a 30-minute call or a 20-minute call with somebody? Um, what am I going to talk about? I don't know that much about this person. And, you know, what if they ask me a question? And You know, I did have those fears, but as I realized that, like, oh, well, I'm the one asking them questions or I just want to hear their story or find out more about them, you know, they eat up most of the time. And then, you know, or or they'd ask me a question and, and I'd start talking and we're looking at, okay, wow, you know, we, we actually talked for 30, 45 minutes and it felt like it was five, <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know, once I conquered that and started making those calls, that's when I really was like, oh, okay, this isn't as hard as it looks. Okay, I, I can do this, but, you know, um, I think you're absolutely right because that's, that's what I felt, you know, it was just like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm not that interesting of a person. I'm not, <laughs> you know, you just have all that self-doubt come in and hit you for sure. Yep, absolutely. And um, now, uh, you, you know, you also mentioned in the book that, that when you were, you went to Florida and, um, you know, to, to head down there and um, you actually met up with a Tony Robbins certified coach to, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh you know he really got turned on into into selling and and growth potential and all of that and uh uh-huh. and then of course we found out that I actually interviewed him on my show recently with this, uh, Rock Rock Thomas uh, so that was really kind of interesting uh, what was what was that or how did you get into that so uh, where you decided you wanted to change <laughs> So that's so interesting. So, okay, so Rock, so yeah, I have, uh, I guess, uh, an affinity for Rock because he was kind of like the, he was the trainer that was there when I went to date with Destiny. So 
Tony Robbins pretty much strapped a rocket on my back with the content that he had. And at that time in my, in my life, I was really, I was really looking to pursue, uh, and move forward. And I, I really felt the pressure of the debt on my back from school. And I've always, I always approached things kind of unorthodoxly. I never went to school to think of, okay, this is the job I'm going to do. I, I really think I was really not knowing it. I was very entrepreneurial <laughs> since very young. Uh, and so in this case, I figured I would really try to kind of figure things out, start working somewhere, and um, I, w- I would figure things out. I didn't go a traditional route. So at any rate, through that time, I came across some people that essentially were, uh, you know, there was actually a trainer that uh, was at this event that I went to at somebody's house, uh, and they were talking about, uh, they were talking about just really sales skills, behavioral, emotional these different, these different things. And I never really heard anybody directly talk about this. And at the same time, like I was petrified to talk to somebody and I, I wanted to succeed and I wanted to be able to sell. I wanted to make a, a lot of money to be able to get myself out of this huge debt and being, you know, pretty much a slave to other people. And so in this case, I realized that I couldn't talk to anybody. <laughs> I was like literally scared to go and talk to somebody and I said, wow, you know, I don't have the interpersonal skills to be able to do this. And so at this at this um, at this event, this this trainer uh, and it wasn't Rock. Rock came in later, but um, no. this this trainer uh, happened to say, "Hey, we spend one whole day on interpersonal like skills and communication. And you come here for this weekend, you know, we're going to spend one whole day on this, and you will master this." And I said, "Well, that's exactly what I need." And I signed up, and I and I went. And the thing is that the information that Tony Robbins went over on that weekend was just life-changing for me. And I made decisions at that time to continue to pursue that information because of how it just opened up my perspective. And so I ended up actually attending some of the other events. So he kind of had this uh, – I think he still does these, actually. He does. Uh, he's Unleashed the Power Within, which are these, these weekends. Um, you actually will walk on coals, <laughs> like Oprah has done this, a lot of – a lot of very famous people have done it. Uh, and then from there, there's more information. So you can go to these other uh, longer-term period events, and he has this thing called Date with Destiny, and you really kind of you know, meet your destiny. So as opposed to really kind of going with really all the scripts that have been put on you as you've been maybe younger or you've taken on, um, you really look at what it is that you want in your life, and you work to construct a destiny that you can really support and get behind. So with Rock, he happened to be our, my trainer uh, during that Date with Destiny weekend, and that was a transformational weekend. He helped facilitate that. And uh, in this case, uh, yeah, so when I heard that he happened to be, you know, that you had him and actually interviewed him, that was really far out. Um, and it was just a, it was an amazing, uh, amazing weekend. And uh, really instrumental in me making some some major shifts in my life and um, some significant uh, decisions that put me to where I'm at now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, when I interviewed him, I mean, I I came off that interview and I was just fired up. I think I was like two or three hours before I could even get to sleep. <laughs> it was just, it oh, was yeah. just, you know, all of the all of the stories and how he explained things, and I was just like, you know, wow, these are concepts that just um, you know, are are uh, so incredible and so incredibly simple that it, it just kind of like it 
that's it? Really? Okay. That's a, just a shift in your mindset. And I've been reading his book as well that morning. I read his book, uh, Your Epic Life Blueprint. And, um, you know, because I wanted to get as much information because he just kind of contacted me out of the blue. He's like, hey, I want to be on your show. Um, it wasn't until later that I found out that it was actually through a mutual contact of somebody else that I had interviewed previously um, that he heard about my show. But, um, but yeah, it was just so incredible to get to – to interview him and to get to chat with him about um, what he does and his work. And, and you know, it was definitely something else for sure. Um, and, I mean, you know, I can definitely tell, you know, with what you do on LinkedIn, how you help people, you know, how you um, approach challenges, you know, that, that you're definitely a, uh, you know, huge thought leader in, you know, in the uh, community because you I mean, like, for instance, my book, you're like, oh, well, you need to create a Facebook group. You need to create a LinkedIn group. You need to, We need to invite all these people. We need to do this. You know, you just go out there and you just formulate ideas, you know, all day long, and they're all fantastic ideas. <laughs> and then, of course, you've helped me with my LinkedIn profile. You help many people uh, across LinkedIn. Um, I mean, you're extremely, you know, valuable connection to have um, either there or in your LinkedIn mastery group on Facebook. Uh, because you're just, you just give and give and give and teach and share. And, um, that's really amazing to, you know, to, to have a connection like you in my, in my life. And I'm sure other people, uh, feel the same way. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that, David. I mean, that, that really means a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's been interesting how that's all sort of developed. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, what's uh, what's some of the good ways, like, as far as, um, like, if somebody listening to the show is, I know there's probably plenty of people who listen to the show that are probably thinking, like, LinkedIn, really? Uh, they hear me talk about it all the time. <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, what are some good reasons why somebody should be on LinkedIn and go out there and put themselves out there versus other social media platforms that you, that you would think of? Sure. Well, one thing comes to mind is that, you know, LinkedIn is the the professional network. So comparing it to the other social networks, you just have a high concentration of people that are really representing themselves in their professional uh, in their professional manner. So if you're looking just in general, should you be on social media? Should, should you be, you know, trying to produce content and connecting, that's a whole other discussion, and that's an absolute yes. And if you're taking a look at where to do that, if you have a high concentration of people that are focused on succeeding in business and that have significant, significant results in their life, um, you know, comparing that for where else you can do that and where those people are congregated, there is no other place. So right now there's 567 million people on LinkedIn. That's growing at like 100 million per year and, you know, probably be at a billion people in the next like three years. It's ridiculous. So the pool of people, like where else could you go and get in the room with 567 million professionals that have made significant money, that have significant resources? You you can't. So in terms of for why somebody would need to get on LinkedIn, I would say that's the primary reason. Second, out of the 567 million people that are on LinkedIn, 
your ability to become an influencer is it, it's not existent at the same level uh, on any other platform right now. So out of the 567 million people that are on LinkedIn, there's really only about 1 million pieces of content that are put up daily. So if you implement some intelligent, consistent behaviors, you can become very visible in a short period of time. And as the algorithms increase and change, any content that you put up, any videos, um, the opportunity for you to have that scene uh, you know, at scale over a long period of time, um, it's, it's quite significant. So I would say that would be the, the second reason. Um, and the third reason is that you may have heard that we're only six people separated from anybody in the entire planet. And so if you have the opportunity to go to one concentrated place, it's right on your phone, right? And you can, you can, you can really leverage that concept of the six degrees of separation and just get super connected in a short period of time. Then I think for sure it's a place that everybody needs to be in. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, through connections, you, you meet other connections. And, um, you know, people just start to reach out to you because they see a post um, that you put up because somebody else, you know, one of your other connections con commented on it. Um, I posted about being finished with my book just today as an example, and I've had um, several people that I was connected with comment on it, and then now I've got people who are actually commenting on it and um, asking about when the book will be available who I've never met before who aren't directly connected with me. And, you know, it just – I posted that, you know, just about six hours ago, and I've already got people, you know, interested that are – I've never talked to. They're not a part of either one of my groups. And, you know, that's really powerful to have potential sales from something that, you know, I posted just a few hours ago, and it's people that I would have not been able to reach otherwise. Oh, yeah. Because they weren't in my groups. So – just as an example. Yep. Um, and then, of course, you know, going back to uh, the magnetic entrepreneur, I'm sure, um, you know, can you tell us uh, about how you met up with, with uh, Robert uh, and got um, in on this on this book? Yeah, you know, I can definitely I can definitely share that. And I'll share a couple of other things that are really illustrative of the power of connection and, the, you know, the power of the platform on LinkedIn and the opportunity and where the ROI, right? That's a big thing. What's the ROI? Why would I do these activities? What's, what's, what am I going to get out of it? Right? So the way that I met Robert is through, uh, through community. So in this case, uh, Robert is actually a part of a broader community that is tied into another, uh, really prolific, uh, change maker, I would say in the entire world called, uh, Eric Thomas. Uh, if you if you Google you know top motivational speakers in the world, you'll actually in many of the the rankings you'll find Eric Thomas above Tony Robbins, right? Um, so in this case, he has community too, and so within this community, I happen to have interacted within the community, and from there made it a point to really try to connect with other individuals within the community that were really doing something significant. So through there, uh, Robert is is one of the individuals that I. Um, you know, I had the, uh, created the opportunity, right, or took the opportunity to really connect to. And turns out, 
you know, as I've been connected with him through social media, I happened to see he had a picture with Les Brown. And I thought, wow, Les Brown. Like, I'm a huge fan of Les Brown. And in this case, I've really listened to a lot of the content from Les Brown. I saw this picture, Robert J. Moore with Les Brown. I said, how do you have a picture with Les Brown, Robert? So I sent him a message. I said, how did you have, how do you have a picture here with, Rob, with uh, Les Brown? And he sent me a message back and he said, well, uh, he's my coach. And I was like, he's your coach? Uh, that's super interesting. And so from there, a little more communication and it turns out that, uh, Robert was endorsed by Les Brown <laughs> and he's writing a book, uh, called Magnetic Entrepreneur, uh, which is, uh, it's endorsed by Les Brown. And he said, Hey, you know, I'm looking for some other magnetic entrepreneurs to help and contribute to this project. And I said, wow, you mean I can contribute to a project that's endorsed by Les Brown? Uh, I can be on the front cover of a book that's endorsed by Les Brown. I said, I'm in. So in this case, that's, that's how that sort of connection came up. So again, maybe breaking it down to LinkedIn or some of these activities, it's community based engaging within a community, uh, making connections. Uh, in this case, really, even me seeing that there's a picture with of, Robert, of Robert J. Moore with Les Brown, he happened to show that on social media. I saw that as an opportunity then to engage and create a conversation. And this opportunity, which is the opportunity of my lifetime, came up. Uh, and because of that engagement, I was able to you know, that opportunity came up within that connection. It's nothing that I could have really sort of pulled out of my hat or really, you know, demanded. It just sort of it came up within that connection. And um, what I would say, though, which I think is really very illustrative of the power of the connection, though, is, is really what has happened as a result of participating within this project. And so Tony J. Salemi, who wrote the foreword, uh, Tony J. Salemi, I have been blown away by. Uh, the actual forward that he wrote is just phenomenal. And really looking at the work that he's been doing and the, the caliber of the people that he's associating with and sharing stage with. And, you know, he's on a mission to, to, uh, to empower, uh, the, uh, the lives of, uh, one billion people. So being on a mission like that to draw you towards people, it just really puts you on almost like a, a different uh, a, a different level in terms of the energy you're putting out and how magnetic, magnetic you are. So, but by engaging with Tony and participating in this project, I was able then to uh, really have more engagement. So I was able to actually have him on a podcast to, to interview him and in these engagements and in these conversations, even secure an appointment like that and to secure time of somebody like that, one that came from participation in this type of, uh, this type of project. But it took initiative then also to, to engage in real conversations to secure more time with this person. Uh, and then from there, really as a result of that, uh, there have been a tremendous amount of connections that have come up. I've had now people that have uh, reached out to me, you know, for the podcast that I have, uh, actually, you know, asking to book other people that are fairly well known to be on my podcast. So uh, as you start to engage with people that are performing at higher levels and you find 
ways that are mutually beneficial to engage with them and you add value, then the interesting thing is that they start to brand you up to their network or introduce you to their network. And these are kind of some ways of of how you really start to grow. And those types of opportunities, again, they they don't come up from you really, again, trying to demand success on your own terms. You start giving at a higher level and resonating with people that are executing at a higher level. And then they work to kind of bring you in and give you opportunities. And it's up to you to be on that sort of mission of moving forward to then capitalize on those opportunities and then create more value and it sort of expands from there. So I think that that's something I would share in terms of that that uh, that opportunity and how that initially came up with Robert and then again how some of the other associations have really created some more um some some more significant uh, opportunities that I think may be illustrative of um of of that very cool. Yeah. I mean, and I got to, well, I watched your Facebook live with, um, with both Robert and, and Tony. Those were, were great, um, great interviews and a lot of great information there. Um, and it was just, it was really, you know, powerful stuff and just, you know, mind, mind bending some of the stuff they talked about. It was just really cool. And I mean, you know, like you said, as you grow your network, as you find those commonalities where you can, you know, bring a valuable, you know, message or, or reach out to that person and be like, hey, you know, like you said with, you know, hey, how, how did you get a picture with Les Brown? You know, and, uh, um, you know, that's really, you know, the way is just to kind of be initiative, you know, be, be initiative, be an initiator <laughs> of the conversation, yeah. not be just a passenger, you know, kind of, kind of take on uh, the challenge. Yes. And, what I would add to that is this. So the, the dynamic that was already established with Robert is that I already had somewhat of, uh, uh, of an affiliation with Robert. So when I saw, again, the, the picture with Les Brown, you know, we want to be cognizant of whether we're, we're takers or givers, right? People feel that, right? So the thing is, if you're friendly with somebody or you have an association, it's a lot easier to say, hey, buddy, you know, uh, how did this happen? Tell me about it. Or, hey, I see you're having success here. Help me out, man. Uh, that's one thing versus like not knowing somebody and then being like, Hey, let me pick your brain or Hey, teach me how to do this. Like, I don't know you. Right. So as you're like to, as you're associating then with people and you see people that are having much more success than you, you have to approach that in a particular way. So the, the success I had, at least in, in further engaging, for example, Tony Salemi, like I didn't know Tony J. Salemi before, uh, this, this project and even from working on the project, um, in this case, I still had to approach that type of contact uh, in a very particular way to illustrate that I was looking to add value to him and his mission and his work. And that's how I initially approached the, the, the engagement. And there's a there's a fine line you have to kind of walk with really approaching other people that may that you clearly see if you clearly see that somebody could, uh, you know, could help you. Right. Everybody wants to help other people, but there's a lot of uh, things that go into really attracting somebody to want to help you, right, or to be willing to help you. And so as you're approaching people that you see maybe more successful than you, you know, you really want to, or, or as successful than you, that you maybe want to partner with, you, you want to be, be approaching them really with the idea of what can you give them, 
what can you help them with? How can you help facilitate their goal, their dream, their passion? And so some of that really takes listening or asking, right, and a, and a sincere willingness to help with the resources that you have. And if you do that and there's a way that they can help you, chances are they're going to be compelled to go out of their way to help you to the degree to which you've given to them. Absolutely, yeah. So like sort of like the uh, having the giving meetings and the, the connection challenge, actually reaching out yep. to learn from them and to actually help them and learn about them and to give them your time in exchange yep. for their time. Okay. <laughs> you got All it. Right. You got it. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, what I'd like to do now is just if you want to share how people can get in touch with you or how, um, you know, the best way to reach you uh, about your book, um, I'll put links to that in the uh, show description and stuff. But if you want to share sure. out, uh, how people can reach you, and, you know, yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to say this. I So I have a podcast, too, and I am super, super excited about this upcoming year with the guests that I have lined up and that are increasing. So a lot of this activity with the Magnetic Entrepreneur and all, all this activity is really uh, kind of getting me to a point where I'm, I'm really associating with some, some really strong people. And so the the one way that people can sort of follow me here, and I would be really excited for people to check out what's going on in the upcoming year. So uh, my podcast, Errol Helps Entrepreneurs Increase Visibility, Credibility, and Profitability, uh, can be found on the iTunes uh, iTunes uh, podcast location store, or what do you call it? Um, but that's going to be one big thing. Uh, obviously, very focused on LinkedIn, always open to connect on LinkedIn. Uh, it's just Errol. Erdeman on LinkedIn. There's really no other Errol Erdeman. So Errol Erdeman on LinkedIn. Uh, and then within the community, so LinkedIn Mastery, I've created this community, LinkedIn Mastery, the, the Y is replaced with three E's because that's my, those are my initials, E-E-E. So LinkedIn Mastery on Facebook. Um, so community there, we're actually adding in a lot of resources going forward. There's already quite a lot, a lot of videos a lot of uh, free information, a lot of documents that can really kind of, you know, help you to sort of level up on LinkedIn and putting in a lot of uh, additional resources there. And so if somebody wants to connect, um, one the iTunes store, Errol Helps Entrepreneurs Increase Visibility, Credibility, and Profitability, and LinkedIn, Errol Erdeman. Uh, and then outside of that, uh, Facebook group, LinkedIn Mastery. Uh, those would all be great ways, and I would very much welcome to connect with uh you know with anybody new and see what i can do to help them in their journey and uh we can all work on being successful together absolutely yeah thank you so much and yeah your your podcast i mean that's uh very easy to find it's a great show and you know i i you've had a lot of great guests already on there and i'm i'm excited for 2019 <laughs> for what you've got cuz <laughs> uh, they're really uh, if, we really if, if, oh go ahead sorry oh no sorry it's, I'm I'm really excited I've actually have had some significant conversations here in the past week with some really really big names and uh, awesome. so yeah I'm definitely looking forward to it so there's already really some solid solid people in there and if somebody you know kind of goes through they're going to find a lot of great people there already um, and if they subscribe. And clearly, they'll get notification as the new guests uh, come on, but it's it's not the myth. It's really going to be pretty phenomenal. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a great conversation. And, and uh, like I said, I'm going to put links to the show, uh, your book, um, on the uh, on the show description so people can find you. And, um, you know, thanks, and I, I hope you have a, a great evening. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much, David. Thank you very much for having me on, and uh, have a great, uh, yeah, have, have a great day. Keep on, uh, keep on doing what you're doing, my friend. Thank you, and Car Thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned lesson shared you can pick it up on amazon on kindle for 99 cents less than a dollar what that's crazy right less than a dollar you can pick it up on kindle if you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels and trust me i'm looking at this book right now it's really well printed i love kindle publishing you can pick it up for five dollars and fifty cents so you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.